shadowing us right behind us, right on the side of us. You could, you could kind of see the thing moving through the woods. Uh, all I can remember is flipping the light on, and I see this creature, and I knew, I knew in my heart, I knew in my mind, in the whole night, this isn't a man. And then this thing walks across the road, takes a turn towards us, and then leaps over a guardrail. Went to look forward, and there was a big black thing, is all I Squatch DTV, exploring the Bigfoot mystery each week with your hosts, veteran researcher, author, and TV personality, the Squatch detective, Steve Culls, and from the Bigfoot Research Project of Kentucky, Chris Bennett. Sit back and buckle up as we bring you guests from around North America discussing the Bigfoot phenomena, but not without a few laughs, too. Here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. And good evening, cyberspace. Welcome to Squatch DTV for today's date, September 12th, 2021. I'm your host, your guide, the Squatch Detective Steve Coles, along with my co-host right down there, Mr. Chris. Mr. Steve, man, it's good to see you, bud. How are you doing up there? I'm <laughs> going down there. How's the weather? Oh, we're doing great, man. I tell you what, it's starting to cool up at night. Uh, we've had some, uh, oh, well, a few rain showers earlier in the week. But uh, all in all, it's been great weather. Uh, I believe the the footies are probably enjoying it because we, but prior to this last week, man, it was hot. I mean, yes, 90s hot. And that's, for Kentucky, that's pretty hot. <laughs> well, uh, we've been you going know, keep down in mind the humidity factor because, you know, it, it's so humid. A lot of times when you walk from your house to your car, you got to remember to take a towel to towel off, you yep. know, because of the humidity. But, well, a couple uh, of nights ago, we went down to 54 degrees. Oh, wow. Dude. Yeah, but starting already, uh, tonight's low is going to be at 50, 59 degrees, and that's going to be at 6 a.m. 
But, well, that's uh, kind of chilly, actually. Man, needs a jacket for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I left work the other day. I was like, well, it's kind of chilly. I left at nine o'clock. I was like, brr. So <laughs> it was a little, a little uh, rainy too. So, yeah. But uh, geez, that's it's been a, as usual. It's been a real, real busy week. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of personal commitments this weekend, so luckily I was able to throw together a couple of videos for the show tonight. Uh, last week, of course, uh, I was out and about squatching again. So, uh, and uh, you're going to see a familiar face on the video tonight as well. Uh, but anyway, let's do our roll call. Hello to Alan Brummigan. Alan. Hello, Arthur wow. Watts. Welcome, 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 yeah. Ar welcome. Uh, Arthur. That's a couple Arthur? of new names. Uh, Bob Lemley, he made it here on time. We hey, Bob. Welcome, man. Good to see you. Uh, <laughs> of course, B got here on B. time. Hello, B. Of course, we got Tack out there, Mike. Hey, Mike. He is out there in the woods. Big He's probably Tack doing the thing. Paul. Yep. And uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Paul last week, quite a gentleman, and it was quite an honor to be out in the field with him. So I'm yep. glad to... Uh, See, we're they're all out about again today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else do we? Who else do we have here? We Golly. got hey, Central Florida Bigfoot's on. <laughs> Welcome. And he actually chimed in, uh, which I'm very grateful for on the comments, since he is the photography guy. Mm -hmm. That that he kind of agreed that this is CGI. So uh, that was, uh, um, of course. Uh, Ayodayara, I never have a Kia is here. <laughs> <laughs> welcome <laughs> from New Zealand. Welcome, welcome. And uh, you know, we, we feel so honored for you to be, yeah, you know, uh, in it's I guess it's tomorrow there already. <laughs> and we got Jay Fritz. Good evening, Jay. Welcome, Brian 49. Jay. Welcome, sir. Hi, Brian. So, uh, you know, they we're seeing a lot of new names because we've moved over from Facebook. So now people yeah. are moving over to the to YouTube. Facebook, we, the problem was with Facebook was I was having a hard time. Uh, the chat wouldn't, I, I wasn't able to respond in the chat, which kind of stinks. So, yeah. but here we are. Well, I can't uh, respond in the chat here. So this stinks for me, dude. <laughs> what do you mean? You can no, no, I'd have to sign into my YouTube and go to the thing, uh, the channel, and do it that way. Oh, that's you know what I mean. That's right. And I know I would probably like get an echo. <laughs> Not if you mute the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can actually, but then again, you know, then you're you're switching back and forth. Yeah, uh, I, I can see what everybody says. I I can yeah. catch what you guys are talking about over in the chat. I just can't participate. And hey, I'm Am sorry. and Chris is somewhere in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there he is. <laughs> there he is. Hey, hey. I see uh, a Troy's reviews. Troy, welcome. Yep, Troy's reviews. Welcome, uh, welcome. Laughing Ma picker. Yeah. <laughs> yes, laughing <laughs> picker. I don't know what the heck happened. I hit new comments, and I think it's laughing picker is in. He was. I think he was here last week. But welcome back, and yeah. uh, we got Mary Roller in the house as well. So, uh, Mary, Mary I've been out to Mary's property a couple of times and, uh, uh, she lives out in Chautauqua County, uh, which is on the, yeah. on the, on the far end of the state. Uh, if you could be any farther from me, that's where Mary is in the <laughs> state of New York. And, uh, we, we found a, a considerable size print. And of course, something to watch about is also here as well. Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Yeah. So, right. um, so yeah, we we got a, a little bit of a fun fun filled show tonight. Uh, 
you know, I don't know if we're going to go the full two hours again tonight, but we, we've got some stuff and, um, you know, we, we should probably start with where we left off last week, Chris, and you well, watched letters from the big man. Yes. You know, I want to tell everybody that I cannot emphasize how painful it was for me to do this research <laughs> because I actually sat through that whole movie after the show last week because I knew I had seen that footage somewhere and I sat through that show and I said, I know it's here somewhere. I know it's here somewhere. And uh, you know what? It was not from letters from the big man. It was not hmm. from that movie. Well, I'm sorry you had to go through that root canal. <laughs> <laughs> well now now we know that and uh hello gary welcome hi, gary great um yeah so <laughs> yeah uh, I, I i know i've seen that painful i've seen that movie somewhere before <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah me too yeah. remember that movie paper dolls that was pretty yeah. good that was yes that was uh, paper yeah, dolls had, oh to my gosh, his name is oh no yeah. it's not in there nah uh, I'm not even going to try. They were on the show, though, and, yeah. and they're great guests. I'm sorry, guys. No, I, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I'm not going to try to remember. Uh, it was so yeah. long ago. I mean, God, that yeah. had to be. Now, now, mind you, in. Uh, well, Paper Dolls has been re-released, too, and it's it's a different name now. Uh, right, because somebody else wanted the name Paper Dolls. So sometimes that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, hey, just so everybody knows. Uh, the anniversary show is not going to be until the week after the actual anniversary because on September 25th, we would, uh, September 24th, 2006, mark the debut of Squatch Detective Radio. Good God, that was 15 years ago. I've been doing this 15 years. 15 years. You know, the people we've spoken to, and I love this format because we don't have to necessarily pull a guest every week. And it's I like to a lot you yeah. know, from the and, blog and, talk radio. Yeah. Oh, this is scores <laughs> over that. What? You know, talking on the phone. What? What are you saying? I can't hear you. Um, or the call drops. Remember that? The call, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. missed the prank callers though. That, that yeah. was fun. Yeah. And, and not, yeah. not often, but every yeah. now yeah. and then we would get some. So pranks. anyway, yeah, Chris, I'm doing. Oh, Steve. Lost you, bud. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. oh, no, don't give me that way, dude. I, I just wanted to, not, to give you a, a blog talk flashback. For me. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. That's a blog talk flashback right there. That's a blog talk flashback. Anyway, the reason why, and, and I, I want to throw this quick uh, advert out, is because on September 25th, uh, there will be the Whitehall Sasquatch Festival. Yeah, and, way, and as you can see, I lobbied really hard to have my lecture instead of the pavilion, which you see I'm listed under the pavilion. Yeah, uh, I I lobbied really hard to have it in the beer garden, but to no avail. I got to no. have my lecture in the pavilion. Yeah. Hopefully, the, hopefully the beer garden <laughs> is nearby. No, 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 we don't. Don't get calls over here at the beer garden. No, we'll never get him away from the keg. <laughs> so and we got uh, brian and chewy go hiking good to see you guys oh, back yeah, on tonight wait, welcome brian and chewy yeah uh, brian uh, brian and chewy you guys actually should have brian's channel of, <laughs> yeah you got you should have uh, hiking with him yeah yeah you should have checked out last week's show it was a gas yeah great <laughs> but anyway great, great channel on youtube mm -hmm. too uh brian and chewy go hiking 
Yeah. Just check it out. Great yes. Story. Great, great story. Absolutely. Check his channel out. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to be a good time. And of course me and the field team, we have some stuff going on afterwards and the day after. So for me, it's going to be from Friday evening until Sunday, late night, probably Monday morning when finally I kick everybody out of the house. <laughs> but, uh, the whole entire team is coming in people from, uh, my, my team teammates from Massachusetts are coming in from the Western part of the state from locally. So it's going to be quite, quite the crowd. And, uh, yeah. We're going to put some boots on the ground in, in the Whitehall area. So uh, it's going to be fun. And where we're going on day two, I'm not well, sure. They're going to be like, you know, following the masking and COVID safety and all that stuff. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, most of it's going to be outside, though, isn't it? When yeah, it's going to be outside. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the pavilion. So, I mean, even yeah. my lecture's outside. Yeah. <clears throat> the only thing I have to worry about is, you know, rain. But. You know, I'll be putting, I'll, I'll have my table, my books, and everything, all that fun stuff. Dude, and, but yeah, you guys have been having a lot of rain in New York, too, last yeah. week. So hopefully it rained itself out. Um, yeah, it's going to be a cool time. Starts at 10 o'clock in the morning, goes to about 6 or so. Um, the calling contest, as you see, is 5 to 6. I'll be emceeing the calling contest again this year, which is always a gas. Um, so we'll get some we'll have some video for the show on the 30th the anniversary show on the 30th plus a lot of other fun things hopefully i'll be able to put together between now and then um you know we'll have some blog talk moments we'll have some uh some uh some uh, obviously some stream moments here where things went awry <laughs> but so let's get on to tonight's uh tonight's uh uh yeah that tonight's uh rabble and uh, tonight, uh, you know, we're going to start with this video and we'll talk about it. And uh, here we go. Enjoy, folks. Uh, first, let me stop my camera because sometimes it causes the video to. Should I stop mine too? No, you're fine. <laughs> that, that was funny. It was like, hey, Chris, you, you never. No, I'm really here. So. <laughs> Yeah, people in the chat are saying I should stop my camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get even with no, that no, son of a bitch. God, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Mary uh, Mary Rilla just said no more Chautauqua Bigfoot Expo. Uh, oh, that, that kind oh, of sucks. Well, it hasn't been one in a couple of years. and But, hey, it was fun while it lasted. Met a lot yeah. of great people out there. Yeah. Um, so you never know. You never know. Okay, so let's roll the video. Let's... Let's roll that wonderful bean footage. And feel free to comment, Chris. These uh, exclaimers were on last week, so I'm not going to show those very, very quickly. Yeah, so. And there is a reason why I'm showing the video this week. Yep. 
this wonderful two frames this guy claimed 1001, he had gotten. 1,002. That's it. <laughs> two whole seconds. You got it. Something to Sasquatch about. It was a Mark Anders video. And as we know, Mark Anders is a satirist. Um, in fact, in this video, they talked about Chris Christie's butt as opposed to this Bigfoot's butt. And that's why you would do it. Views, damn it. <laughs> Yes, that's right. NVTV doesn't come up with their own stuff. And now it's becoming even more apparent that originally they were picking up a lot of these obscure videos. Um, uh, you know, they're picking up more of these obscure videos. But now they're just grabbing all kinds of videos, just putting them up there, acting, you know, hey, do you remember years ago? Facebook find Bigfoot? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> ah, see, we see a similar pattern here. Um, okay, so some claim Mark Anders owns NVTV but could not find proof myself. No, I don't think so. NVTV is out of Canada, Toronto, Canada, that is. So uh, yeah, that's uh, it's Canadian. And they also have a couple of other uh, channels attached to it. So that's why I don't think it's necessarily Mark Mark Anders himself. Um, Mark Anders is a satirist, um, does these really good costume stuff that he puts out there. And if you listen to the banter on the, and Mark Anders hasn't put anything on Bigfoot in two years. So it's been, or three, two or three years, something like that. I think it's 2018, 2019, yeah. the last we saw Mark, uh, <laughs> Mark Anders. No, uh, actually, <laughs> I couldn't tell you, Ammon Chris. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. Um, but, um, <laughs> um, and, uh, but NVTV is Canadian and they have two other sub channels. Uh, one for paranormal, which they very, they don't do too much. And there's another one uh, for other stuff. It, it's like really weird. Now, Mark Anders, on the other hand, is really big into this bodybuilding, weightlifting stuff. And, uh, I'm really not trying to find out who Mark Anders really is, nor am I, I'm kind of interested who NVTV is because they're stealing everybody's stuff. I mean, uh, you know, without really any real commentary to it. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, they, they figured, I guess, uh, if you, if it's, was Mark Anders? Everybody knows. Okay, that's that's a fake. 
Yep. But if they're promoting it like, well, we don't know. It may be. Right. They're, they're hoping for a viral video that's going right. to get a lot of hits. Well, that's exactly what they did with this Idaho Bigfoot thing. Is yeah. They said, oh, we were sent these. This is all we have are these two frames. Well, that's funny. They're completely different frames. Now, see, yeah. here's the interesting thing. Let's look at this. Is Mark Anders NDTV? Well, the interesting thing is, is that we have the same Bigfoot, the same scene. Or, or I should say the same Bigfoot in quotes. But we have different frames on different videos. We don't have those two frames in the Mark Anders videos. It's hmm. interesting. Maybe they are one in the same. But uh, whatever the case, uh, we saw the the graphic where they're 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 doing the uh, 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 Laurie and Owen Pate video, the Memorial Day footage. Um, and, and you know, they're, 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 they're getting hits and YouTube views and monetization, all their stuff. The, the paid videos copyrighted for God's sakes. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, now the Memorial day Bigfoot is also massive, massive <laughs> when it's really not. Massive. Uh, and, 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 you know, if anybody watched, you know, uh, <laughs> legend meets science, the original yeah. documentary, we yeah. know it wasn't massive. Yeah. Um, so yes, that's uh, uh, not not so good. Um, <laughs> you know, and and the fact that you know the Mississippi skunk. I mean, obviously, there is no analysis here. There is no real. I mean, I mean, to me, that's this is theft. They're not like see, we're taking their video and we're commenting on it and breaking it down and analyzing it. That's fair use. But yeah. just putting it up there, saying, "Oh yes, here's a video," blah 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 blah, and just putting it out there. Sorry, that's that's stealing. That's trying to make money off of yeah, it. Yeah, that would be like somebody yeah, taking yeah. the New York, and I'm waiting for the New York baby footage to, <laughs> to come out because if it does, I'm the only one who the copyright holder said I'm the only one who can really use that. Well, the exception of finding Bigfoot and blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to use it so I can slam them. Um, I caught somebody in a movie that Biscardi was heavily promoting uh, trying to use the Vermont trail cam photo in one of their scenes. Mm -hmm. And I had to bitch at them because I wanted no association with that picture with Biscardi at all. So yeah. I end up, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, Hey, we got some more. And not a Yankee is in the house. <laughs> Well, Nottingham, England. Yep. England. Yay. Yeah. Over the pond, behind the pond. We got people ahead of the time zone, behind, way ahead of us. <laughs> Dude, it's just like, uh, yeah, it's, it's like you're watching Back to the Future here. You know, we got people, time yep. zones all around the world all joining around. together. John Swan is in the house as well. John, uh, welcome. So, yeah, it's been, uh, we're, we're just filling up here. So, anyway, um, Gary, <laughs> what? You know, how can we combat that? I, I mean, to me, it's it's very frustrating to see um, a, a fly by, you know, a fly by media uh, person like NVTV come by and say, oh, look at this amazing video. And they put it up there and it's bull. And then you get a whole new bunch of people and given the view rates. And then for some reason, they started picking up some traction with this Idaho Bigfoot in newspapers. That's why it, it, it sprouted. That's why it's got 40,000. It's funny. It's got 4,000 views by Mark Anders, but 40,000, the person who originated it, but 40,000 because of MVTV. Yeah. 
and oh yeah, we got the we, we somebody sent us this. My ass. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm calling BS. You know, and that that frustrates the hell out of me when uh, uh, that. So we got to be very careful, folks, when we're looking at some of these sources. And you know, you look at NDTV; they have no original source material. Um, they don't do interviews. They don't. You know, they posted something on their channel. Uh, and I know they must have stolen it from somewhere because it looked like all these 70s or 80s era interviews with, Sas with Sasquatch witnesses. Yeah. And that's very true. It's very hard to combat when people believe and hardly ever question things. Yeah. And uh, that's my first rule. Question everything. Even stuff yeah. I put out there. And I'm going to be showing you some stuff tonight, too. And uh, you're going to be listening to stuff tonight, which is kind of cool. For our friends over there at Anchor FM and the uh, iHeartRadio folks and the, uh, uh, the the TuneIn folks and all those folks, we we have the Amazon. Now we are also on uh, Amazon Music and um, as well as Audible. So, you know, this is going to be a pretty good, right. a pretty good uh, point because uh, at the end of the next video, we have some audio clip couple of yeah. audio clips that may kind of uh, make you salivate a little bit to me. Um, pretty amazing stuff uh, yeah. because I, I wasn't listening to it. I didn't hear it when I was there. So this is going to be kind of fun, but we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, NDTV is just one and there's several of those, those uh, minions out there that will post pretty much anything. There's also the same on the paranormal side. I'm sure there's UFO channels out there that are garbage like that too. Yeah, it seems to be more and more common. Uh, people taking older stuff and then posting it, or maybe turning it a little bit, or twisting it a certain way, and then posting it as something new. You know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But it's always for everybody. Everybody's been around a while. You know, you guys. We look at this stuff and we say, "Wait a minute, I've seen that somewhere before." Right. Right. <laughs> You know, they're fooling. Speaking of seeing things somewhere before, uh, it's kind of funny. This was brought to my attention by a, a Facebook user. But guess what? Sometimes you just can't fix stupid. Uh, this was sent to me uh, a couple of days ago. And <laughs> nine hours earlier, this was posted in the Indiana Bigfoot Research Organization. And uh, here's pictures of my Bigfoot looking through my window in Colorado. I have a cabin there. And we all know, of course, we all know, of course, that is a, again. A, huh? Yeah. This guy, he's trying to bring it back up. Yeah. And uh, that is a bloody lie. In yeah. fact, we know that the man has a record for child molestation. Yeah. And that's the scary thing about it. Yeah. What's his motive behind this? Yeah. I'd like to think it's not nefarious, but that's him. This is the Scott Yeoman's Facebook profile that posted that picture. And yeah. there he is, years earlier, and he was convicted of child molesting in Indiana, of all places, Coco uh, Howard County, Indiana. And, of course, wouldn't you know, it shows up on in Indiana. But we also broke that down, too. Yeah, that uh, was uh, because, dry. <laughs> right. He does not own a cabin. He does not own any property. There was no fire at his mom's house with the video. Yeah, he claimed there was a video, but and these are the pictures. The pictures somehow managed to stay there, but the uh, but as you can see, we've uh, we kind of lined up the lights with where he actually lives, which is over here. Yeah. Um, and you can see, you know, if you're shooting out this window here, it would line up, and it's a little bit 
down or uphillish, yeah. uh, uphill to the house where these lights are, which lines up perfectly with that. And you can look at them, and I've blown them up. <laughs> they look like French, you know, the type of sliding glass doors. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah, yeah um, that that really worries me when a pedophile gets outed and he disappears and then he comes back again trying to the the same old ruse. Like well, uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Now to me, over and in. to People me, that's forget, you know. this man should not be on Facebook. You no. know, and he should not be on Facebook. That's why he's using the name uh, Jonathan Yeoman as opposed to his. Um, or he's using uh, where where is the uh, the actual graphic? Yeah, he's using the name Scott Yeoman. His name is actually Jonathan Scott Yeoman, yeah. and uh, you know that's the uh, that's the name trickery there, a little yeah. alias. Yeah, well, yeah, and and that's how I found him. And uh, I'm trying to find the page. Oh, there we are. Um, but yeah, his middle name is Scott. And uh, I, I actually, uh, that's how I found them. I mean, who's, so I, I actually was like, well, there's no Scott Yeoman in, in Indiana right. nor Colorado. But then all of a sudden I put just Yeoman and boom, Jonathan Scott came up. Uh, and with, you know, and then you match the Facebook profile up, oh, right date of birth, right date of birth. Right oh, look property. at this picture. Here's the <laughs> mug shot. You know, here's the picture. Here's the yeah. mug shot. <gasps> you know, this is the guy. And uh, so, yeah. And <laughs> well, it makes you kind of wonder what his motives are uh, to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, a, if uh, social to, media to me, mm. yeah, originally I thought, well, maybe you know, you're a child molester, uh, you know, and then you move to Colorado, and then in two thousand, and then several years after you move to Colorado, you get caught working as a Santa's helper in a mall. With the mall Santa Claus. So now you're dealing with kids. Mm. So they fire him, but they don't arrest him. Right? Mm. Now all of a sudden, so he comes out with this. He gets outed. He disappears. Now all of a sudden, he's showing up again. Now, I don't think he just wants to belong to a community. Now I'm starting to think he's trying to be a part of a French, an effing sneak. Mm. And that has got me worried. So that that has got me worried about him um now i'm starting to begin to think he's being a little nefarious so he needs to be off facebook he needs to be off people need to know the radar now the funny thing is is i did check this organization the post has been removed so i think somebody uh listened to what i had to say earlier good, good. Uh, on facebook to a particular person so that is a good thing i believe the post is now gone um uh, <laughs> uh, could this person be messaging your children? You know, yeah. <laughs> he said, "Dude, no. He needs to be in the next missing 411." <laughs> I, I don't want to wish bad things on no. anybody. No. Um, that's also a violation of YouTube terms of service. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, it's don't I don't, know what, to, I don't know what to say. I, I just don't know what to say. It's the first time I've run into that. And normally, you know, if somebody had something minuscule um you know if it was a dwi you know or even an old an old burglary an old you know charge who gives a shice you know the important thing is you know uh you know people make mistakes in their life this is kind of the mistake and and, and when i was doing the research to find that article about him working as a santa's helper 
What is that telling you? <laughs> uh, what is that telling you? Tell it tells me as an investigator, as a professional, uh, this guy is still up to nefarious things. Yes. So doesn't look promising, does it? No. <laughs> no. Now he's faking this stuff. So uh, no good. But anyway, that I just wanted to uh, alert our audience again. He is out and about. So uh, anyway. Uh, next video, this, uh, we're moving pretty quickly here, uh, which, but now we're going to talk, uh, we, we can do a little question and answer segment on, uh, some of this stuff going on. Um, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> creepy. No wonder Mary says creepy. No wonder kids <laughs> scream in Santa's lab. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So let's, uh, let me just pull this one off. Uh, let's, uh, let's play this one and uh, I'm going to stop my camera. So don't panic, Chris. Okay. And, uh, we're going to play this video next. And this is some fun we had last week while squatching with, uh, some interesting results that I didn't find out till actually I reviewed the audio. So here we go. Here we are out squatching again. <clears throat> what a better way to spend Labor Day than at the site of the 2013 Fleers footage, which was right down there. So, uh, gonna be out here doing our thing. Hello, Michael. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Wonderful, wonderful. Of course, there's Tack. He's gonna end up on the show next week because we got the. Get out there. That's it. And, uh, so we got that, and up this way, we have South Bay. That's me making some calls and some claps. And that's actually something I've done ever since I've gone up there the last 21 years. Second, a little more movement. Now, 
Now we have the first question. You got movement, but no IR footage. Why? I'll tell you why, because we didn't hear any of it. The recorder, it was actually at my vehicle a couple hundred feet behind me on the road. We were in the woods. Obviously, you can hear the distance with me making some very loud noise, clapping, uh, hooting. But whatever we heard was actually behind us. And we didn't hear any of that until I pulled the audio. And that's when I stretch and ever says, ah, I gotcha. Uh, <laughs> that's why we were looking the other way until later in the night. And then we started looking around watching our six because a lot of that activity is to the West and they fool us. And all the activity was going on again to the East. So well, you guys were over in the woods. They were checking out your car. <laughs> And they're like, hey, I want to get me one of these things. You know, it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, hey, is that, is that new Bronco? Yeah. Sure, sure is. We can, <laughs> hey, you know, we this will sure beat walking. And look, it's <laughs> big enough to put one of them, put the family in. Uh, that's, Robert that's, said that's, car jack and squad. <laughs> oh, Robert, you're yeah. killing me. <laughs> So, yeah, it was like one of those. And the funny thing was, I didn't tell Mike until tonight or the, this afternoon. I was like, hey, Ma Mike, you're not going to believe this. But and the funny thing is, is that I use something called BirdNet and I run all the sounds through BirdNet just in case it, it, it's a bird. And, um, you know, I can't play the audio because I didn't convert them to video. But um, just. That night we heard something fly overhead, really weird. You know, it was just like this really weird noise. Through it in StreamYard, turns out it was a vulture. It's mm. like, okay, cool. I don't know what the hell I would be doing out at night, but it's a mm. vulture. You know, you know, diurnal animals will move at night too if they're disturbed. And given the the propensity for owls and other thing critters in that particular yeah. uh, Adirondacks, um. <laughs> Paul says they were looking at the FJ. That's his vehicle. <laughs> no, no, no. They were looking at the Bronco. <laughs> uh, well, they could have been looking at both, you know. Um, yeah, I like this one. No, no, I like right. this one over here better. Check this out. <laughs> so, so I, I actually ran through that that call, and it's very hootish that the call. If you really listen to it with the ear and with the uh, the cans on your head. Yeah. Um, and I ran it through the uh, the bird net, and it turned out, well, you know, the possibility it came up with is the spotted owl. Now, we all know that the spotted owl is an owl in the Pacific Northwest. There are no spotted yeah. owls here in, in the Northeast that, at all. That's what I was fixing to ask. Uh, isn't that a little bit far out of the reach of right, the spotted right, owl? Right. So it, it definitely was not. Uh, you, the, I can tell you that that night we did hear a barred owl once very off in the distance. There was yeah. the owl activity was actually quite low. Um, there's times I come there. Um, uh, there's times I go there and, you know, it's like an owl concerto there. You know, so you get that, that, <coughs> that, that, that concerto. I got to say, there was, you know, we, we were up there going, oh, you know, it's kind of quiet. Nothing going on. Yeah. And in fact, you listen to the audio and there's a distance, you know, that, that who was a distance away. The sticks in the movement could have been a deer, 
Um, although I think we would have made a, probably would have fleared the deer. Uh, normally we don't see much deer in that area anyway. I think I've seen maybe one or two deer in that area in the last 21 years. Never seen a bear, never seen a raccoon, seen one fox. Uh, there's some mice, but mice don't make some snappings like that. You can hear the mice there. Uh, and we did clear some mice, but they don't make those loud type of snapping noises. Yeah, they don't that was break some white, uh, Yeah, <laughs> that was some yeah. white to break that twig. So, yeah. But could it be another critter? Absolutely. So I, I don't want people to think that, you know, uh, that the, the walking around necessarily is a Sasquatch checking the vehicle out. But it is kind of stimulating to think because in 2011, having that sighting there, and then in 2012, the juvenile that I saw run through that same area. Um, definitely, um, uh, definitely is a little bit mind boggling and to realize that we didn't hear any of it. You know, we were, you know, a couple hundred feet away and did yeah. not hear that. And like I say, most of our focus was to the West, which is where traditionally a lot of the activity had come from. Um, in 2011, when I had my sighting, that's where the, the, the big guy moved off to, was to the the, the west yeah. from the, the south side of the camp. So, and, and there, you're right. Well, it was something. Yep. And, uh, yeah, but they make some really strange sounds. The uh, most interesting thing that the barred owl, now, mind you, um, the barred owl is really the only type of owl I've heard up there. I haven't heard many other uh, particular species of owls up there. Um, not saying they're not there. Um, but the, uh, the barred owls, I've heard, you know, the whole full range of the noises they make, because like I say, some days it's, it's inundated with barred owls. In fact, I had a barred owl decide to fly in a tree that I was standing under and uh, maybe 30 feet above my head start to, to, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and I'll tell you what, um, there's a reason why you can hear them from like a hundred yards away, a couple hundred yards away. They are loud. Yeah. That thing blasted my eardrums out when I went like, what the hell? I yeah. felt like I was under attack. Um, so yeah. Um, I love uh, the owls. I like the different sounds that owls right. make. Now, now uh, bar barred owls, uh, when they are, uh, mating or trying to mate, they will make this very primate, like oh, 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 they will make that kind of uh, yeah, that kind of noise. Um, so yeah, it's uh, definitely mind boggling. Um, that the that the sound was that we didn't even hear it, and that to me even says because had it been traditionally an owl, we would have heard it. It wasn't, uh, there was periods of wind, but the wind wasn't like heavy as i've heard it before well you yeah but see you know you guys are like a couple hundred feet away or a couple hundred yards whatever it was and you know you got all that insect background and yes. you can't really pick through the insects when you're out there uh, some nights is deafening so yeah. it's really hard to pick up a small yeah. sound over over insects and i know there's no way y'all could have heard that yeah. walking or the yeah. activity of movement around the vehicles uh yeah. But that's interesting. It's something with some weight because it broke uh, some twigs. If 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 it was the same thing that made the sound, mm -hmm. 
You know, you know, this could be completely two different events. So I have to be real about it. I, I'm putting this out here as, you know, a conversation piece. Let's have a conversation about it. I'm not, I'm not starstly saying this is a Sasquatch. No, but you know, it, it does make me scratch my head a little bit. Um, not so much the the noises on the uh, the forest floor, but the, the the one return because of the proximity to my calls coming back, and you know being in that area for as long. I mean, I first went to that area in two thousand. Yeah. Um, well, uh, and and I know I, that's what I've always done. Uh, starting in about two thousand four or five, I started doing that. When I got there, I'd give a few hoots, clap my hands a few times, almost to say, and, and we're dealing with primates, so they remember. Right. And, and now they're like, is it one of the ones that was used to me being there going, hey, you know, uh, you know, this is the this is the guy that always hangs out there, doesn't do us any harm. Yeah. And, and, and because there were years they would move in and move back and we would move out and they would move back and then we would come back to camp and then 20 minutes later, they're back in. I mean, th- this is the same where we got eye shine and yeah. uh, we had a guy who saw a, a shadow, you know, the, the darkness and the shadow, he shined his light and something took off. Um, we've had multiple sightings by team members over the years in that area. Yeah. Um, the eye shine, <laughs> the, the, I mean, I thought my eye shine was good on my, my long sighting. The, I go down the, the hill with two other researchers and I'm shining my light going, Hmm. I go, is the state putting markers up there? Cause I saw two almost reflections like right. this. And then all of a sudden they go, they turn uh. and gone. And that was, uh, that was nothing. Um, nothing, uh, flying. And it was about the right height as well. Um, well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Wrong Turn? Yeah, I have. That's a pretty screwy <laughs> movie. Yeah. That's, yeah, that Wrong Turn. Yeah. I go to Chris's house, I end up in Tennessee. <laughs> Home of the Widget, did you? <laughs> um, yeah. And, and uh, you know, Tag is making a point too. I know what he's saying. Rocks. Rocks. We, we were out there a couple of years ago rocks were thrown you know they hit me and and uh tack uh while we were setting our gear up we just opened up and that was actually lower down that was a little more north of that position um i have never had a rock thrown at me that i know of i i did get a recording of a rock being thrown but it was several hundred yards away and man it was thrown hard and it hit a tree with a bump and you could hear it when it was bouncing. I guess it was on a, a, a an incline, so the rock would have been bouncing down the hill as it as it rolled down. But uh, I've never had one thrown at me. Well, here is. Let me just pop this up. Oops! I gotta hit this. <laughs> so here's a rock that was thrown at me uh, in 2013. Uh, literally out of nowhere. <laughs> what is the size of that? Is that like? Uh, hang on one second. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Ah, show and tell. <laughs> oh, I love show and tell. 
for the podcast listeners, don't worry. We'll give you a reference what size it is. Yeah. So, well, he says pebble size. What was the size of the, this rock that got thrown in 2013? Uh, in, 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 yeah, when, when Tack and I had rocks on, they were pebbles. It was like handfuls mm. of pebbles. Yeah. Okay. I, like something just picked up the dirt one. Um, no, there's, uh, we're on the high ground and the, the amazing thing, uh, Robert says, wasn't, you know, wasn't just rock fall. Now we're sitting in camp. The team disperses. I'm sitting in camp. One of the researchers being absolutely quiet. And uh, maybe four or five, six minutes goes by. I'm not really sure. And all of a sudden, I mean, comes through. We can hear it hitting the tree, the leaves on the trees as it comes down. And yeah, here it is. Wow. That and is, it, it uh, fell about 20 feet, 20 feet ball. in front of us. Right. <laughs> There's no mountains higher than us, at least not yeah. anywhere near us. We're on the high ground. It's all flat. It's camp. Good Lord, that would have hurt. And the camp sets up on a hill, so the valley goes down, and then it comes back up, but it's yeah. out of way, so there's no way a rock could have fallen into camp like that. So it's kind of taller. Yeah. It's a little flattened, yeah. like looks like. Okay. Imagine yeah. if you took a softball and flattened yeah. it down a little bit. In the and, you know, there is nothing. Right. And there's nothing in, like this rock in that particular area. That's yeah. the other amazing thing. So I don't know where it got this rock from. Um, not quite sure. Wow. So yeah, it's uh, so it's one of those uh, one of those interesting uh, things that, um, you know, I can't explain that area. It's um, really uh, well. Here um, we are out. Uh, really, one of the the coolest areas. Um, there and that is uh, so. Uh, let me add this to the stream. Okay, are we? Yes, it's on the stream. So um, I can't really point to you because it's not. But if you look at that, <coughs> in that particular area, my sighting was uh, right about that tall tree there. You see at the bend on the right hand side, not the left, the right hand side. And what it was doing was watching the base camp which was to the right yeah. and then you know i put hit, hit it with my flashlight <clears throat> and it was um standing um standing uh literally just to the right of the tree um and then uh car on uh car on right yeah uh that's the parking area the cars around right that's one of the cars that's not mine i was actually between my car my vehicle was behind me and, and when i took this particular flare picture and coincidentally i was kind of leaning against my car back in 2011 and i just shined my light down the north end of the which is downhill um and nothing and that traditionally was where a lot of the activity would go on um i put it up this is going looking north uh, uh i'm sorry this is looking south going uphill and it was to the right so it was to the west and um the camp was immediate to my 
about 200 feet, 250, 100 feet to my immediately my immediate right there. So that's where the cars are parked. You walk up a, a trail to the campsite, which is all flattened out. It's a primitive campsite, so there's no showers, no nothing. Nobody's up there. Primitive time of year. We were up there. There's nobody up there. Um, uh, there may have been one person maybe about half mile away uh, uh, at another campsite when we drove through. Um, uh, really, the um, uh, that particular night, nobody was there because the night I had my sighting was October. Uh, so nobody goes camping up there. Too cold for them. They, they won't. That's what makes this such a great area to, to research. There's been a lot of sightings in that particular area over the years. Um, you know, if you look at my map that I, that I did, it, it, it will show that very clearly that, you know, it, it it's, a it's had a spot. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a hot spot all, all around there. It's not very far from Whitehall, New York. Um, it's a natural, uh, uh wooded area that leads uh, you, that you can actually, if you wanted to rough it, you could walk right to Whitehall through those woods. So, um, uh, Definitely. And what I believe was happening was it was watching our camp and I go tooling out to get some batteries and look at, uh, you know, get my batteries and then light up a smoke and then just look around. Yeah. And then so that's when uh, it happens when you least expect it. <laughs> now, now, Bob asked no bow hunters in October. Um, not in the dates and not at nighttime. Not yeah. nighttime. I mean, there's nobody there. And when you drive in, you know there's nobody. There's no cars in the lots. There's, you know, there's an upper lot, probably a half mile to the north. There was nobody in that lot. There was nobody in the lower lots. Um, yeah, our bow hunters tend to, to make way about 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Um, not not during the uh, the nighttime. Um, yeah, there's really, I've never, never had many bow hunters up there at all. Um, it is state land. Um, so this is state forest at our next state park and there is hunting allowed in there. And I'm not quite even sure if, uh, there, it was hunting season. It's always hunting season. That's why I tend to go out at night. I don't mess around too yeah. much during the day, yeah. but there's also a lot of hiking trails in that area too. <laughs> um, so a lot, and since the camps are there, the hiking trails are there, uh, hunters tend to stay out of that particular area because the animals are kind of driven away from there because of all the populace of people during the day either taking on and during the daytime yeah there are people that will hike uh quite often but in the summer months from like memorial day on to labor day then when, that's when you start getting the campers because the weather is a little more moderate people start camping in there obviously um you know it, it's funny usually we start getting reports in the area towards the end of july august september october in that area um that's a good rule of thumb too don't go out uh doing a sasquatch trekking adventure during the day during uh, deer season <laughs> yeah. that's probably yeah. a good rule of thumb and because they're all because there's so many trails there we you don't get many hunters that, that go on there they may they may go further down where there's less trails yeah but uh not up that particular way um so and it's a very popular trail as well so um you know, and uh, I'll go back. In in fact, in, in my montage every every week, you hear John talk about the sound of it. And, uh, yeah, John, John and his wife had an experience out there in 2000. They were hiking, and they went off trail. It was the uh, July of 2000, um, and they had walked 
uh, some distance, about a quarter mile, half mile off the trail. They found a stream <coughs> and they were kind of hanging out the stream and boom, something started screaming at them. And uh, John had been up there all his life as a kid and as an adult and said, I don't know what the hell that is, but whatever it is, it's, you know, making my chest vibrate. Yeah. He goes, I need to get out of there. We need to get out of here. So they start leaving. And as they're walking out, John could see out of the corner of his eye, something dark moving along, giving them the escort. And it still screamed at them about six or seven times as they walked out. And then eventually they got about a quarter of a mile getting closer to the trail and it kind of tailed off and left them. So obviously that brought me there. And uh, I've been there ever since. And unfortunately, John passed away in uh, 2012. So uh, very young. He passed away at 43. So, Too young. Yeah. He was actually a year older than me. So, you know. Well, um, uh, do you still do uh, like uh, tree knocks in that area, Steve, to check for occupancy? Uh, I don't do so much tree knocks. I do a lot of uh, lately. I mean, you, I, people do tree knocking on the, on the team. I tend to clap a little bit. Yeah. You get the same kind of vibrato, you know, um, as you could hear, that was me clapping on that, not hitting yeah. a tree. Yeah. Um, to me, it's quicker. It's more efficient. Um, maybe not as loud. Um, well, see, that's something I think that, uh, once you, uh, you, you do it to me and mopping, do the tree knocking to uh, to determine if you've got any any possibility creatures living in the area, and then after you determine, oh yeah, they're here, yep. then uh, there's no need to do it anymore, really. Now the reason why I do that is uh, is because I've acclimated. See, to me, it's about acclimating them. Right. It's like when I come in there, whoop, whoop, three whoops, a few not a few claps. Hey, I'm here. It's me. Right. I'm I'm working on it, B. <laughs> um, uh, so Bob asked, "What's the Bob?" As you can see, what's the Bobcat population up there in the Adirondacks? Uh, pretty good. Um, I don't know the exact numbers, um, uh, but in that particular area, I've never seen a Bobcat. Never even heard of a bo Never even heard of Bobcat. Uh, I talked to some of the ranger, the ranger up there, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, we may have had one bear up in that area in 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 the year. It's not yeah. for some reason, and I and I have a feeling it has to do with a lot of the day usage, kind of pushes them out, so they don't really yeah. hang around there. You may see a transient bobcat. I haven't. I've seen deer, porcupine, and one red fox. Uh, and deer I've seen sporadically up there over the year, but you don't see too many." In this particular area, I've never seen any in the vicinity of camp site, right. that particular campsite. The one further north, uh, I have seen a deer, and even further north on the road, I've seen a deer. Uh, but you go south, maybe about a mile or two, and there's deer aplenty, um, yeah. a lot. But you don't see them come up this far north. Um, I don't know why. I've, like I said, I've seen one porcupine maybe a quarter of a mile from here. There, I've seen a fox at the low uh at the upper camp a little bit north but yeah they, they field mice but you really don't see that much in terms of of um critters up there right as far which is really weird to me you know there's no squirrels um so it, it's uh um really strange um 
Uh, ah, Bigfoot Okanagan, welcome, Leon. Thank you. Good to see you, Leon. Good to welcome. see you, Leon. Um, let's see. Uh, there's another. Uh, uh, do you think Bigfoot is carrying a stick around being trees or are they doing something else? Ah, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question because some th people think that they might oh, mouth no. pop, might something like that where they may beat their chest i don't know um i've heard knocks before and they sound like wood on wood so mm, i don't think they walk around with a stick i think they'll grab something and you know um you know we know chimps will do that gorillas will do that heck i've seen uh i've kind of fallen in love with that that uh that capuchin monkey that's on facebook that's getting a little steam i started watching her and I'm watching her use a mallet to, to crack open a crab, and that's an, that's a new world monkey. That's not even a, that's not even a higher primate, and wow. she's sitting there, you know, yeah. figuring it out. So you know, for for something to pick up a stick and crack it, being a higher primate, probably the closest thing to us out there. Yeah, I don't think it's too far of a stretch. It's you pretty know, good. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. grab a stick. Bang! I'm over here. Uh, I think truly it's their GPS. I've had an experience in land between the lakes. Um, that, you know, over a period of 30 minutes where uh, tree knocking was going on and it stopped and then something on the opposite side of where the tree knocking was, we had something run through our camp and it was like definitely bipedal. And we were all together, so we knew it was not uh, <laughs> really weird. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you... you you were speaking earlier, Steve, about the, you've got that routine that you do when you first go into the area. And, you know, I love that. <laughs> I think that's smart because, uh, Chris, you know, we, me and you, we do oh, see eye uh, to eye. Oh, not implying asking a question because I don't think no one has witnessed it. Um, you know, I don't, I think there has been a report or two of people seeing a, a Sasquatch bang on a tree with a stick. Can't say that for sure. I know I've read at least one. Uh, there may be a couple of more, but uh, I'd like to see it. <laughs> I'd love to see that report too. I just don't remember where where it's from or was in, in passing. You gotta understand, I've been doing this twenty two years, and I've read a lot of reports over the years. And you know, some of them are in passing, some of them are reading off of sites that no longer exist. Yeah. And um, you know, you get older, you tend to forget things like, <laughs> like you know, you see a big big butted Bigfoot from Idaho when you can't remember where it's from and you think it's letters from the big man and actually it's <laughs> douchebag Mark Anders. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. That uh, was painful. Oh, <coughs> but, uh, you know, I believe they, as a higher primate, I believe they do have a very good memory and I believe in doing the same thing if you've got a certain area you go into. Every time you go in there, you need to be doing something similar so they know what you another another question kicking out there. Hang on, I gotta get my glasses. Hang on. You know you're getting old and you have to get your glasses. <laughs> you got an extra pair of eyes you bring with the bring to the table. Hang on, I gotta get my glasses on. Here we go. All right, here we go. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do that. <laughs> I was reading the question. I didn't even look up at you until I saw it. Yeah, I know you were looking at the question. Also, you look Those up look at like right World way. War II. Uh... 
these are round spectacles that are literally <laughs> Coke bottle bottoms. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, they're not really my glasses. They're just... oh. <laughs> they actually they actually have no uh, filter on them. They just they, they they look big, but the inners are normal, so you can look through them and walk around. And um, oh, that's nothing. You should see the wig. Uh oh, Chris, I lost you. You're killing me. I there had to go. mute out there. Go. Uh, now I've got the dog started up now, and they're upstairs. <laughs> All seventeen of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, in case people don't know, uh, Chris has some wonderful, wonderful pups, and they're they're Yorkies, right? Yes, yes. We and had, so we they're had, tiny. And yeah. he, when I got there, there was five of them, and they're all great. And one of them, and the cat loves me, and it's, it's hysterical. <laughs> right? Then then Chris tells me they had a litter. Yes, they had a litter. Yes, right. And guess what? There was not just four. There were seven. Yeah, now we have uh, a see. dozen. Uh, <laughs> you got a dozen Yorkies right now. Well, around. actually, yeah, no, it's it's eleven. We we had we had four uh, to begin with, and then um, the 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 largest, the female, uh, took a visit from a friend, <laughs> and now she had seven. So we have eleven uh, Yorkies at the moment. And one orange cat that is, stays very busy I, I'm trying still to keep here. away from the Yorkies. You got to love them. So They'll drive you crazy. But We'll ask you first, Chris. What's your thoughts on upside-down trees? Uh, backhoes and uh, board uh, backhoe drivers, <laughs> operators. <laughs> That's my thoughts on upside-down trees. Uh, now, if it's in an area to where... There's been no logging, and there's been no uh, construction work. Then that would be another question. But unfortunately, I think the upside down trees have all been an area where there's either been logging, or and or construction work. So that's that's what I think. I think it's board uh, backhoe operators. <laughs> oh, you got some new hair in there too. That's right. I'm going to do the rest of the show like that's this. Right. <laughs> that's right. I believe everything Mark Andrews does. <laughs> oh no, man! The podcast uh, listeners can't see this. Steve's wearing uh, gray hair and uh, these these very uh, round, thick spectacles. And actually, the gray hair is like a male pattern baldness style here. <laughs> That's which hey, like. don't get me wrong. There is nothing. My wrong name is with being bald. And, uh, uh, I uh, I've taken over for Steve for a little bit, and uh, you see, I want to talk to you about the different types of Bigfoots that are out there. Oh. You see, there's uh, you know there's Zorth in the Council of Twelve with the Janu. Don't forget oh. that. And then there's Mark, and, and then there's this wonderful channel called NVTV. Very good. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, I'll, oh, no. I'll go back to me. Oh, no. <sighs> okay, we just had to play that for a little bit. I haven't done that yet at all. And uh, that character has been looking to come out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Robert, you're right. The Yorkies, they don't care. Uh, they are the bravest and probably the least intelligent when it comes to self-preservation <laughs> of any dog because they will attack a German shepherd without thought or concern for their own personal well-being. But, uh, you know, uh, they're lovable. And, you know, the wife the wife brought them in. And, yeah, you know, they kind of rubbed off on me. At first, I was like, oh, man, what do you want all these dogs for? And then, you know, they started, you know, one at a time jumping up on my lap and then giving me the look, you know, like, oh, come on, pet me. You know you want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we love dogs on this channel. Sorry, folks. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, you know. You know, remember George Carlin's line? The mm. reason why we like dogs so much is because they have eyebrows. Please, Daddy. <laughs> One more treat? Yeah. Cats just have shit coming out of their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. Anyway, um, yeah. uh, my thoughts on upside-down trees in the ground, uh, depending on where they are, Yeah. Uh you know, uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, one veteran researcher told me that she believed that it may be the young just goofing off, something to do. You know, I don't know. Uh, it's it's unusual. Um, could something break off and maybe spike itself? I suppose that's possible in some scenarios. Yeah. Other scenarios, people just goofing off too. I don't know. Well. I've not seen any photos of those trees from remote areas that were inaccessible by machine equipment. Um, hold on a second. Nick just said something. That don't mean that, there aren't any. Yeah. I just hadn't seen it. You know? yep. And you got to kind of remember, I'm I'm kind of skeptical, guys. So, you know. Nick says, I hope everyone's dressed for the occasion except for hosts. They should be naked. <laughs> naked. Naked. Uh, That's the Kentucky excuse version me. of naked. There are people out here, Mick, naked. that are afraid of the dark. If we were naked, then they'd be afraid of the light, too. <laughs> we don't want that to happen. Uh, true. true. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, I I just don't, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of weird stuff. Um, probably out of all the symptoms. Um, oh, no. I just noticed this comment. Said somebody, uh, Steve and I are going to, Sherry just got on here and said, Steve and I are going to have 10 dogs. No. Yes, Sherry. Good. <laughs> um, I'll help you get started. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, good old Western New York says, you know, a lot of us have known to do that. I uh, No doubt. That's yeah. why I look at, like, tree falls and tree tree evidence, probably the least important Bigfoot evidence out there. And you'll find the most amateur Sasquatch researchers out there yeah. falling back to that. Todd Standing is a great example of that, by the way. Mm. You know, there's a reason why he falls back on that because it's easy, it's cheap. Oh, look at this. And try to explain how this break. Well, the, the break could have, you know, God forbid that you tell them that, well, weather could have done that. Well, look at that yeah. bend in a tree. Well, a tree just doesn't bend when you go, Arr! because when you go, yeah. it goes right back. You have to hold that now. For but, weeks, you know, for Steve, it to grow that way. I don't so, get excited about tree evidence, though, unless it's found directly after a sighting that has that actual trackway. So you know right, something went right, through right, there. Right. The way you track an animal. 
That's yeah. what I get excited in my, but finding tree twist and tree breaks and, and, uh, it, it, okay. A tree twist, maybe if they're in relation to another sighting, if yeah. they're in relation to a sighting, if there's tracks around, if there's, if there's something you can track with them, because you look up and look at these tree breaks at a certain height. Yeah. But tree structures. No, I, I laugh at them. Oh, they left me a glyph. Well, number one, a glyph is not a bunch of sticks put together. A glyph is actually carved into rock or painted onto rock. That is a glyph. Yep. Right. <laughs> if somebody's leaving you a pile of sticks, it's a pile of sticks. Yeah. You know, and I'm not buying the people. Oh, look, it left me a stack of rocks. I'm not buying that because they have all this evidence. These people that say they, they do this consistently, but they never have anything but a pile of rocks to show for it or a bunch of glyphs. That's a problem. That's a problem we have to address as Bigfoot researchers to be taken credible. This is not evidence. People go on these things and look at this stuff. And then, you know, they, they, they get on with other, um, uh, they get on with other people that of similar ilk, and then they all get in these grand, you know, in these, you know, visions of delusion and grandeur yeah. that, oh, oh, I'm habituating a Sasquatch. Look, I put this fruit out on the log and it's gone. Well, no shit. <laughs> Pardon the French. Yeah. Well, you know, to me, Steve, you know, the skeptical side says, hey, for anything tree related, it's got to be uh, in conjunction with some other form of evidence before it means anything. Like uh, if you had a sighting in an area and you went back to that area the next day to investigate and you found tracks and then you noticed up above at the six or seven feet level, there were some twisted uh, uh, twist breaks. Uh, or something you said well that could be related to the sighting you know uh but if you're just walking through the woods and you see a tree break you know like uh well yeah that could have been a sasquatch but uh, it also could have been ice it could have been uh, a buzzard landed on it and it was too heavy to now the limb and broke it <laughs> now if you look whoops what the heck happened there um, the whole thing just crashed. Let me put that back. Oh, there. no, no. There we are. There we so, go. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So if you look at that picture there, this is a picture um, from a sighting report that they had right. taken. Um, five witnesses over a period of a half hour, two different separate sightings yeah. within feet of one another. Um, so... Uh, So intelligent designs, what do you call them if they're not glyphs? Um, well, uh, number one, they are just stick figures. <laughs> they're not glyphs. <laughs> Look up the definition of glyph. Um, uh, it's not a glyph. It's just something people have called them. And to me, uh, it, it's a slap. It's even a slap more of pseudoscience. Uh, glyph, you know, uh, G-L-Y. PH, um, you know, a glyph is something found on a rock, and it's, well, yeah, yeah, a petroglyph, yeah, that, that, yeah, those are on the rock, and it's short um, from a petroglyph. That it's a shortened version of petroglyph, truthfully. Yeah, yeah, and just random. But see, here we here we have here is a tree break, and uh, followed up with, um, 
yet even another tree break. And I actually tracked this. You see, there's another one down the down the yeah. lane right here. Yeah. Um, right there. You see another one. And I actually tracked where this creature allegedly was crouched down right. when the second sighting had happened. And I followed this trail in this matted down bush, the uh, brush, I should say, right. down through here out to the road. Yeah. And that's where tree breaks and become important because you're tracking. Right. That is, you know, hunting 101, science 101, tracking 101. But it's not, you know, it's not a bunch of, oh, look at these sticks on the ground. This has got to be Bigfoot. And the funny thing is, is that, you know, when they came back down, this was not there like this. Something had put this over the trail and it was actually dragged. So very interesting. It did not fall. It was uh, uh, it was pulled out at the root almost and draped over. And that was not there. Uh, this was back in 2006 in Whitehall, New York. Um, three girls had witnessed it. Um, uh, they were coming down the hill, and there was some something uh, eight foot, what they said was eight foot. Uh, dark silhouetted figure on the trail that kind of let a grunt at them. As they were coming down, because they kind of stopped and said, who's there? And they just heard yeah. this grunt. So they turned around and ran back up the hill. <clears throat> and got a couple of guys to bring them back down the hill to their vehicles, which was across the road and to the left. And then the two fellows decided to, and one of the fellows had just come back from Iraq. Uh, he was in, in the Army, United States Army. So they came back up the hill. They went about halfway up the hill. And out of his peripheral vision... They stopped and they said, do you see that over there? And they kind of looked and they saw the shadow figure now crouched about five foot tall, crouched down behind some shrubs. Yeah. So they took off. They, they like, we're out of here. And they ran out there kind of chuckling because they were, they had that scared chuckle like, Oh my God, what the hell are we seeing? The day we went there, he would not come back into those woods. Not at all. So, and uh, just, uh, you know, uh, very credible, credible. Right. Huh? I said, it's a life changer. Yeah. He, he sat there and he would not come back into those, those uh, woods at all. Um, we got to get, uh, delete this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find it. Sorry. The... There we go. <laughs> we had a little bit of a crash earlier, so on, oh, okay. on the picture yeah. thing, which happens yeah. from time to time. Yeah. So, okay, that's gone. Uh, <laughs> but you know, sometimes a, a stick laying on the ground is just a stick laying on laying the on the ground. Sometimes uh, it's a pile of sticks. Right. Um, but now you know, I I also even though I am truly skeptical about this sort of thing, uh, now. If you have a pile of brush that is laying in the woods and it's kind of bunched up together, like stacked together. Now, if you see one sitting hiding in, in that brush, well, the yeah, that's probably Bigfoot related. Yeah. If you can see him in there, uh, it's probably Bigfoot related. But, I mean, it's, it's kind of fun. The X's. I love that. Oh, the X's. Yeah. You know, people run into, oh, look, that's a Bigfoot. You know, that's a Bigfoot marker. It's an X. Big deal. Like an X in my yard doesn't mean it was done by a Bigfoot. You know, it's been there for four years. <laughs> well, yeah. You know. Yeah, well, so. the way the branches break 
and fall. Yep. You know, they do weird things. A lot of times, you know, you, you, I, I've, I've seen them in my yard. They've been sticking straight down in the ground like a, a limb, like another tree is growing up out of the yard. But it was a, yep. it was a limb broke off and fell from the, near, I guess, near the top. Absolutely. And uh, hit the ground. And when it the big end hit the ground first, and when it stuck, it stood up. So I'm like looking out the window saying, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. Where did that tree come from? Um, Say, did you plant a new tree in the front yard? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So people should be looking for tracks, trackways. Um, yeah. Brush that's been, you know, uh, game trails. Look for game trails. Mm. That's huge. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's true. It's only an X if you approach it dead on. If not, if you don't, what is it then? It's a lazy J. <laughs> um, not a Bob J. <laughs> it's a lowercase B. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, an X does not mark the spot when it comes to Bigfoot. That's for sure. Um, that'll come to that, that'll bite me in the behind someday. It could be the Nephilim laying out crosses and yeah. Yeah, the Blair Witch. <laughs> um, I shouldn't have said that. Now that's going to be. Well, here's another. Here's another thing, Chris. Um, tree knocks, like the single tree knock. I get worried about, especially in the winter time, because I've heard things that sound like a tree knock. Right. And what it is is actually the cold affecting the trees on a very yes. cold, you yes. know, ten degree night. Those trees will start to. Right. And then they'll. Psh, and they'll sound like a tree knock. Pop, crack. Yeah. Sound like you hit it with a baseball yeah. bat. In yeah. actuality, it's just the, the temperature contracting yeah. or expanding the wood, depending on the... On the yeah, uh, it's supposed to be the bark splitting, you know, especially yeah. if you got a lot of uh, a tree that's got a lot of sap in it. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, well, I don't know, you know, depending on what kind of trees you have in your area, we've got a lot of hardwoods here. And, uh, you know, the... the yes, B, we walnuts. said popping, not pooping. <laughs> the black walnuts and the uh, right. uh, black locusts. Uh, oh my gosh, there's so many different hardwoods here. Yeah. And uh, when it gets below freezing, well, you know, anything below 32 degrees, but more often it happens when it's like, uh, if it gets in the 15 to 25 degree range, you can go to the woods at night and just sit there, be quiet, and listen, and you'll hear pop. Whoa, yeah. what was that? Yep. You know, and uh, it's just the tree freezing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, can, I heard. Can it. you imagine I, if you went out there with a stick and you hit like three racks on a tree and then you heard a pop? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was uh, something answered me. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Depending on the temperature. Right. Yeah. And there's been times too that, you know, I've heard a car at some distance go over a particular like pothole or a bump. Yeah. That will make a popping noise. As yeah. Well. yeah. You know, it's not like that. boom. Um, so you're like, okay, you know, you, like I said, you have to take everything nonsense. I mean, the only thing that, you know, you get a vocal scream. Okay. That's something you need to evaluate. You yeah. need to compare that. Um, you know, and I, and that's a resource too on SquatchDetective.com. I have an audio room which you can listen to uh, different types of of animal calls and such, and, and, and as well as some of the popular Bigfoot um, alleged Bigfoot screams. I should say very helpful. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, foxes, uh, you know, I, I assume that they're yep. uh, foxes yep. all over the United States. They can make some of the scariest sounds. Yep. And uh, it's all that little same little animal, a little red fox or a little gray fox. They can sound like babies crying. Yeah, they're very shrill. Uh, yes. Very shrill. And then you have a lot of birds at night as well that. Yeah. And, uh, oh, Sasquatch is whistling at me. <laughs> no, that's a, you know, um, that's probably a warbler or something that, that likes to. You remember your whimper wheel episode in Kentucky? <laughs> you know, how about the goat? The goat that screamed. Remember the goat oh, scream? Oh, yeah. Those are, those are cool. Those are good. Um, the screaming goat video. The screaming goat video. Five million views. Right. <laughs> it sounds like Rick Dyer when you put his Bigfoot suit in a vice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think if somebody hears uh, uh, a Bigfoot, you know, they, they got some different sounds that they can make, in, in my opinion. And... Uh, if you hear one, I think it's going to be something you're going to say, wow, uh, something that was something different from what, what normally lurks around in the woods. Uh, Mary Roller, did you move to Georgia? I thought she was in Chautauqua. We're not here in Georgia. There are dead armadillos all over the roads in the morning. But they pop. <laughs> I bet you. I thought they got them in Arkansas. I, I ran over one in Arkansas and about totaled my Camaro. <laughs> well, I like tell you, a concrete block. Well, I tell you what, they sound like a tank coming through the woods. They sound <laughs> a lot heavier than they are. Yeah. I mean, what's an armadillo? Maybe about fifteen pounds. I don't know. I, I think I swear I think the one I hit weighed about two hundred and fifty because it about totaled my car. Boom. Yeah. No, no, the, oh, the, the, the question is, B, is if a Bigfoot poops in the woods, does it make a noise? <laughs> well, you know, I don't know if they poop at all because I've never found any. And I've really, that's one of the, <laughs> I, can, I would go out looking for poop. <clears throat> Couldn't find any. I heard reports. Yep. Of course, the... Uh, the infamous. I added the poop everywhere poop on the um, <laughs> on the video that I put out this week on the channel. You'll hear it. It's I snuck that one in there. Poop there everywhere. Good, uh, poop. Um, uh, wisdom by Beckchard, right? Yes. <laughs> you never know. Beckchard may be making the return for the anniversary show, as that was probably the funniest show we ever had. <laughs> it was. It was. Yes. Um. Everybody, see, we got a little bit of a delay here in the chat, so people are just getting that there's a Bigfoot poop in the woods joke. <laughs> some, of the, some of the responses. <laughs> Bob says, "Good question. If they eat cheese, what does a Bigfoot eat anyway? You know, uh, you know, they got to be omnivorous." Yeah. Uh, my well, my only thing I know for sure they'll eat is bark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what the answer to that question is? They'll eat anything they want. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if they're uh, oh, OT in the house, OT is in OT, the house. Welcome. And uh, Robert Mixed Walker staff. snuck in too, and I like his icon. It's Robert. pizza, pepperoni pizza. <laughs> Mick has got uh, says, has anyone else heard some of the freaky sounds that possum make at night? 
Yep. I bet lots of people think that's a Sasquatch. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I do have a story about a possum. Of course, you know, my wife, she's from Thailand. And uh, I don't know whether they don't have them there or she just never saw one because she was like originally from the city. And But she came here and, you know, like everybody else in the country, you know, you have your leftovers after supper. You scrape them out in a bowl and dump them out behind the house somewhere in a pile, a scrap pile. And the dogs come, you know, and your neighbor's dog, you know, the three house down or three miles away dog come and they eat those scraps. Well, one night she went out there and she came back to the house and she was running and her eyes were very big. And she said, Chris, she couldn't speak English very well at that point. She said, Chris, she said, there's some kind of animal out here with big teeth and it hits at me. <laughs> she had went out there and almost stepped on this possum and it was going <laughs> and it scared her slapped to death but the, I explained it to her no, don't worry honey it's, it's, I said the worst thing it's going to do is fall over and act like it's dead you're okay <laughs> I would have I would have laughed my head. It, I looked at it and it died it, just, it, was, <laughs> it, it was funny she said the son big animal a big animal had a big teeth and it hits at me. Yep. Possum. <laughs> oh my goodness. Rod Dupree says old Doc Johnson. Oh gosh. Was fade to black last Wednesday night and he ended the interview with his three foot seven. Wait, wait, wait. Doc, are you telling me he has a scepter? You have to do me a favor, hit me on Facebook with the link to that because I would love to see that or is it on his channel i'd love to see that oh yeah, and I'm well good. well ah sherry morgan right hello sherry. everyone i found this channel today because of a certain video about a certain hoax letter from a fake doctor lli you guys killed it with the facts <laughs> well thank you so much sherry we Thanks, appreciate sherry. that that's what we do around here i I hope if you're just coming in now that you catch some of the earlier part of the broadcast, we've been kind of having a laid back kind of goofy night tonight, but yeah. we do have some very interesting stuff in the beginning. Again, more pulling out facts and all our shows, all our stuff we do. We always try to pull out some facts and yeah. the real, the real stuff, but welcome to the show uh, folks out there. And please make sure you like share and subscribe. Sharing is caring and the thumbs up really helps. We appreciate it all to that and this channel is growing at a rapid rapid pace so and that's a good thing because it gets the good word out rather than you know uh somebody believing uh zorth and the council of 12 and the janu and the tracheon and uh i definitely i, I want to buy his book just to, just for laughs I, I really you know oh no i, I got to. that steve i got Don't to so so a big welcome to Sherry. Thank you for the shout out. Yeah. I'm glad you like what we do. We try to uh, keep it sure. real here. That's the one thing we try to do here is not steer people wrong. So, uh, um, and like yeah. I said, even, even the stuff I have today that I put out, that was my own. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, the, 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 I have my suspicions with the vocal, the, the, the noise around the truck. Yeah, I don't know. Could it, could it have been a possum or a raccoon or a porcupine? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Always remember to keep a, a yeah. healthy skeptic. See, but Bob Bob made this comment just after I said it. You know, porcupines make a lot of racket <laughs> night. They sure do. Yeah, they sure do. So, 
And uh, you owe me an interview, Steve. Anytime, brother, just hit me up with an email. I'll be around. So um, look on Twitter, uh, hash fade to black picture. <laughs> Mick says, Chris, we got some possum around my place that squeak and scream something freaky. Yeah, yeah. They, they make some uh, weird uh, sounds. Uh, the most common ones here in Kentucky, though, are the they'll hiss at you. And uh, they, they really are loud. I mean, for such a small animal, uh, it's surprising. I, I stepped on one going across the field one morning. Uh, I was heading out to deer hunt, and it was still dark. You know, I want to get over there and get set up in my uh, little area. I don't, I don't hunt from a stand, but I've got, got I had a little area that I hunted from. And I was walking across the field in the dark. Just, you know, I, I knew where I was going only by, I might as well have my eyes closed. And I stepped on a possum. <laughs> Well, uh oh, about scared me to death. Mick, Mick dropped the elephant in the room. Mm. <laughs> and did I get any follow up on the Gimlin confession drama earlier? Personally, I'm not buying it. I think uh, a few days later, I came out and I said that, uh, you know, after talking with the parties involved and uh, in, in getting more of a clarification from uh, Russell and uh, getting more of a clarification of what was said to Richter, I, I realized that it probably was misconstrued. So uh, that's why I, people didn't like that when I said that, but is what it is. And I'm not going to pull any punches. I never do. Um, you know, I'm here to tell the truth, the good, bad, the ugly. And I thought it was really ugly and it turned out it wasn't as ugly, but then people thought that was ugly too. So uh, I, that was a conversation. I didn't want to be there in the first place. So I'm moving on from it. Not my gig. I don't, I don't normally get in the middle of stuff like that, but my name was thrown in and that, you know, we don't do drama. That was wrong. <laughs> that was wrong. Throwing my name. The only drama yeah. I do is taking on the bad guys, the hoax mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the uh, Linda Newton Perry's who did the uh, the uh, wonderful Miller document, um, stuff like that. Yes. We found we found the real H. A. Miller, and thanks to Sherry, she uh, she she found out. No, Sherry, it, it was a drama that just needed not not to happen at all. So uh, that that's if, the soup. If to I tell it. Steve that this lid on this jar is red, then Steve will believe me that I'm telling him this lid on this jar is red. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> so if he tells Mary Roller that the lid on that Chris's jar is red, then well, that's what it was. <laughs> Thomas Steenberg talked about. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't believe yeah, just just to set the record straight. Yeah. I, I don't believe a confession was ever made. No, let's let's don't know. I'm pretty certain it wasn't. <clears throat> pretty certain it wasn't. Um, anyhow, uh, moving on from that mess again. I, <laughs> don't do drama. <laughs> you know, my my break was supposed to start, I think, like mid July, and I ended up starting at like the beginning of July because I was just so disgusted with everything after that. I was like, ah, but I'm going well, back to where I should be the, here. That's yeah, talking taking about the break. Uh, Midsummer is a good time too, because, uh, you know, not a yeah. lot goes on. Um, yeah. you know, a lot of times if you do have some sightings, I don't know why, but it seemed like it's always hoaxed during the summer months. And, uh, but in the fall and the spring, it seems like it's a lot better stuff available hmm ah. interesting that is uh, cool Gary Johnson like coming on a track with a small juvie track together there was a was stew by the juvie which was freshly done I take it by stew he means a load of key wrap 
Um, so, well, uh, bag it, <laughs> bag it, and tag it. Yep. Give it to taste test. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think I would do that, Steve. But you know, it's nutty. Although. I- <laughs> I have never seen any excrement uh, from a purported Sasquatch. <clears throat> uh, not saying that it doesn't exist because I know the creatures exist, and if they do, they're bound to have a uh, some way of getting rid of waste. Well, but I have had reports, and I've talked to people. And one guy lives about thirty-five miles from here. He said it was about he saw some. You know, back this is back in the eighties. I think it mm-hmm. was. It was Mister. Uh, Mr. P, I think it was. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Philip, Philip, that was Philip. Uh, he said it was the size, the diameter of a 12 ounce Coca Cola can and about twice as long. So, wow. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. Um, uh, that would have been a good time to take a sample. But, you know, at this time, he had no idea what in the world, uh, what it could have been. Uh, who or what could have done it? Uh, I'm trying to find another picture out of my collection here. Um, I don't know if I'm going to find it quite quickly. <laughs> but, um, Mick, Mick said, Chris, the reason why most hoaxes happen in spring, summer, and early falls because hoaxers are candy asses. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go out in the winter. <laughs> I don't know. That may be true, Mick. I don't know. Well, I I only go out in winter when I need to. You know, there's well, something. you know, there 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 have been uh, snow tracks that were hoaxed. You know, yeah. so that that's that's a good time. You know, if you got your plywood stompers to run around and uh, pretend like you're Bigfoot, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's only going to fool somebody that that has no idea what they're looking at. They're going to, oh my god, these must be Bigfoot tracks, and then. Somebody that knows what they're going to look at say, oh, those are plywood stompers. Yeah. Yeah. Case closed. Next. <laughs> I'm I'm getting there. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, people ask all the time, uh, do you, you know, diurnal animals versus nocturnal animals and... You know, well, if if Bigfoot or a Sasquatch is nocturnal, why do people see him in the daytime as well? Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, because animals move, um, you know, regardless of daytime or nighttime. If they need to move, they will move. Right. Um, sorry, I'm still trying to find it. It, it was years yeah. ago, so I know I have yeah. it here somewhere uh, which is really a cool picture ot says uh bigfoot has larger intestines i'm guessing to pass that lincoln log well that that's actually a good point ot uh it is uh theorized that uh bigfoot would have a long gut a longer gut than a human would and the reason being so that way they could process more raw material and get more out of the get more nutrition from it by having a longer gut uh as far as the size you know well of course it's probably proportional you got some guy that's eight feet tall he's gonna probably pass a lot larger waist than somebody that's five feet tall <laughs> yeah 
Um, <coughs> and, and not to mention, what's the length of their intestinal tract? Yeah, that's you the know, thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, ours is pretty lengthy as it is, let alone, yes. let alone uh, what a sask, you know, if, their digestion, you know, and it also depends on, you know, their digestive adaptations as well. Right. And if you had a creature that used to uh, uh, be an omnivore surviving on uh, leaves, uh, <laughs> tree bark, <laughs> uh, uh, whatever they can find, then chances are, and that was. Uh, I think it was uh, Dr. Uh, Mel Jeff Meldrum uh, theorized that that uh, it would need or it would be helpful if it had a longer gut to yep. allow it to process the nutrition from those. Uh, uh, you know, we, we probably couldn't get enough tree bark to keep us going and, you know, calorie wise very well uh, because we couldn't process it. By the time we got rid of it out the other end, it would still have a lot of nutrition that we didn't get out of it. Yep. But uh, with the, the Bigfoot, the theory is that if they have a longer gut, a longer intestinal tract, they'll get more nutrition from uh, less food than what we would have to have. Yeah, and that makes total sense. So guess what? Hmm. I, can't, I can't, I find it. <laughs> the chat room is hopping. You can't. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing. Oh, oh there it yeah. is. Hang on a second. So a lot of people will ask me, um, you know, um, so here is Vermont. <laughs> and there is in the middle of the day, uh, literally. Uh, so you do get nocturnal animals that do move yeah. about in the daytime. And that was yes. really... It's massive. Massive. It's massive. It's got a big butt, too. <laughs> it is massive. That's a massive porcupine. Massive big foot. That's a massive porcupine. You'll throw those quills at you. No, they don't even throw quills. But, uh, uh, you know, I saw a video. It's been some years ago of a porcupine sitting in a tree. And from the back, it looked really good. It really did. I was like, oh. Uh, what is this? And then uh, somebody commented, oh, I think it's a, it looks like a porcupine. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. See, uh, now as far as I know, we don't have those in Kentucky because if we do, I've never seen one <laughs> in the yeah. wild of Kentucky. Yeah. But uh, do they sit in the trees? Yeah, I, I saw a, a video or photo of one in a tree. Uh, B asked a question. What if Bigfoot have two or more stomachs like a cow's and eat a lot of vegetation? Highly unlikely. And the yeah. reason why I say highly unlikely is because they're primate. Yeah. So, you know, it does not seem like a, a, a primate adaptation to have, you know, they may have different bacteria or a more acidic content yeah. of their stomach. A lot of people, uh, my understanding is, is that, um, Animals will have a higher acidic rate in their stomachs. Uh, the, and the reason why they do that is to kill more bacteria. Mm. So that's why like a, uh, a cat or a dog can eat things that are a little bit on the rotting side, although sometimes it'll make them sick. Um, the reason why it doesn't affect them like it does us, for example, like a possum, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll not get salmonella. Um, 
or rabies for that matter. Um, uh, but it's because of their stomach content. It has a higher acidic rate, so it yeah. breaks down those back that bacteria. They, they can or, digest the bacteria that would kill right. us. <laughs> vultures. Uh, that, that was a, another yeah. thing. A turkey vulture has a very high, high, high acidic content in their stomach. Of course, what do they do? They eat carrion. Yeah. So um, that, that's so, the reason why they're able to eat carrion is because they have a higher acidic rate than we do. So uh, Chris and Chris. I'd be on the, I'd be on the omeprazole IV if I had the if we had the. Um, <laughs> if you get a vulture dropping in the middle of your hood, you need to wash it off pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, and that's that that is also true. That's why some uh, some uh, yeah. bird feces on a vehicle yeah. can yeah. really you know damage the vehicle, <laughs> damage uh, your the brain. wax or whatever real. because of their acidic content. Yeah. Because they're carry-on eaters, some of them. Yeah, and this oh. uh, this area, uh, well, the area where I live, we we live on a migration path of the blackbird and the starling, and <laughs> they 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 fly over in the spring and in the fall, you know, back north and south, and we're talking thousands and thousands of birds. Literally, sometimes the sky is black with them, and that is really a problem. You know, you want to park your car under a tree or somewhere out of the open because, man, they will dot it up. Yep. I'm sorry I drink my water wrong. Yeah, nothing makes you matter than just have a freshly washed, clean car and then <laughs> end up, yeah, 100,000 birds come by and about half of them hit it. Somewhere there's a bullseye on the cars. That, <laughs> that must be. I don't know. They love red for some reason. Oh, I, I agree, B. That I think they would they would need to probably have a diet um, of, and I figured this out, it's something like 5,000 calories a day, 4,000, yeah. you know, to maintain a, a 400, 500 pound body weight. Yeah. Um, that would probably be a good guesstimate. But then again, in Northeast, a lot of them are lanky. So they may not be that, you know, four, 500 pounders, but they may... Well, they may be upwards towards 400 given their height yeah. and probably their bone density and their muscle density. Um, but, you know, they would need to eat about four or 5,000 calories. Now, does that sound like a lot? I don't know. A bear, a black bear going into hibernation has to eat that much uh, for several months or a few months before they hibernate. That's why bears... Are ravenous. They 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 eat everything they can get their hands uh, their little bloody paws on, is yeah. because you know they need to maintain a five thousand dollar uh, five thousand dollar five thousand calorie diet a day at least. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they they have to eat. You know, a hundred and fifty pound, hundred and seventy five pound black bear needs to eat like a five hundred pound bear. Yeah. Because it, it's got it's got to burn it's got to burn that fat off during the the hibernation period. Yeah. Now the hibernation period isn't all that long. A lot of people think it's a long time. It, it's they'll den up, you know, in December and you know usually end of February, beginning of March they start out they go. Yeah, uh, grizzlies do like twenty. Yeah, grizzlies do like twenty thousand calories a day. Yeah. So the old argument that that you know there isn't enough food in the forest for a sasquatch or a large primate to survive on is debunked yeah uh when, when there's animals such as and um, people say well what about the winter time well yeah they move 
you know that's yeah. why we've seen in in gnarly areas like the northeast we've seen this migration type of of behavior where we don't see a lot of sightings in the wintertime over here but in vermont they seem to pick up a little bit more why well in vermont in new york this part of new york and the eastern adirondacks you don't have a lot of deciduous fir trees you don't have those evergreens um you have oak birch maple um and they all drop their leaves in the wintertime so yeah. there's not a lot of cover from the element that being snow so I think they, they uh, like the Aboriginal Native Americans, primates will, when, you know, depending on weather and food source, right. will migrate. Um, not normally, but they will migrate if they need to. And that's why the Native Americans had their winter and summer homes. They would migrate during the winter times. Makes perfect sense. You know? Yeah, it makes sense that they would follow the food, you know. They would follow the food. Yeah. They would... I mean, I don't think they're. I don't think the the any uh, creatures living in the Adirondacks are, are, you know, wintering in South Florida or anything. But no, no, they could probably come down from the the higher elevations to a lower elevation and well, vice versa. You know, and, and this is a time of year which I always hate because I see all the geese going south. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, that's telling me something. <laughs> oh man. But um, anyway, we've had one hell of a show tonight, haven't we, Chris? We've had oh, a very wow. great discussion. The chat room, man, you know, I, I cannot say enough how, how excited I am to have our, our, our listeners in the chat. Uh, I know, I know, we, and without a doubt, we have the, the sharpest people and ask the best yep. questions of any show that I've That's ever right. seen or watched or heard. And I want to thank you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> And again, we would, you know, really uh, appreciate, you know, a thumbs up um, on the old uh, chatteroo or on the old uh, YouTube page. I'm trying to get this to pop, but it's not popping. There we are. Yay. Just a quick reminder, again, for those who missed it, that September 25th, 2021, I'll be talking at the, and I will also be calling the uh, calling contest. Uh, the Sasquatch Calling Contest. So I will be busy from, as you can see, from 1.30 to 2.30 and 4.45 to 6 uh, with, the, with the calling contest and uh, my lecture and uh, my presentation. But anyway, I'll be uh, there. I'll have a booth there. And obviously, uh, it's going to be a great time. Come on down. It's a free event, free. And there's food. Apparently, there's the beer garden, which, like I said, I'm still a little bit... You're morose about not being able to have my presentation at the beer garden, but that's all right. And hey, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So for those that are on the channel uh, and they get a hold of me, uh, make sure you say hello to me. Uh, tell me who you are in case I don't know your face. And uh, maybe you'll get an invite to some of the festivities we have going on after the festivities. So that's going to be the fun stuff because I will have the entire field team in for that event. So I got folks coming from Massachusetts, the Western part of the state, my local investigators. So it's going to be a, a uh, real great, great time. So maybe a chance to get some insider info. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, and thank you B for, for being there for us. Cause B, yeah, is, B. B is always there for us. 
Yeah. Um, which we, we appreciate, appreciate you, greatly. Yes. And we appreciate, uh, so the, will the be big enough for everyone, Steve? It should be. It should be. <laughs> my keg, it's going to, it's very simple. I got my projector, my laptop, and my beer keg right there. <laughs> okay. It's all going to be good to go. And, uh, you know, so the nice thing is I'll just be like, uh, yeah, hey, everybody, how you doing? <laughs> and I want to talk to you today about Sasquatch. Yeah. Huh. But anyway, um, again, we thank all of you for being here. Uh, we love you guys. Yeah. Um, oh, Aaron, that would be awesome. Listen, Aaron, if you're in Ticonderoga that weekend, shoot me an email. Uh, my email should be listed. On a, and you know what? I'll give. I'll get you my number, and uh, we'll try to hook up because uh, I'm going to be around the whole weekend myself. So. And we're not just doing stuff in Whitehall on Saturday, but we got a project going on on Sunday as well. So it's going to be, uh, uh-oh. Oh, no. He'll bring the Genesee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, man. <laughs> I guess Western New York, leave that there. <laughs> But um, oh, man. that's right. And Sherry, just so you know, we are here every night, 9 p.m. East, uh, not every night, but every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Wow. Eastern. Well, I heard, <laughs> doing, get, buck up, man. Buck up, Bennett. We're going to do we're going to do a show every night. No, I'm just Seven kidding. days a week. <laughs> no days off. Rain or shine. Snow <laughs> or not. How is it now? Oh no no! Uh, Actually, we'll, we'll just we'll stick with Sundays. Uh, well, you know, I appreciate everybody. You know, I, I love yeah. our fans because they give us leverage to have a little fun once in a while. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we try to speckle some some good talk and some with a lot of fun, good old fondness, yeah. and we feel like we're amongst friends. And that's how Chris and I run have run this show for so long. Is it's just a bunch of friends talking about yeah. our favorite topic. Yeah, we love having uh, you guys being part of the show. You know, yeah. wouldn't be a show without. You. <laughs> that's it. That there would be no show without you guys. So we appreciate all of you. And again, please give us a like, share, and subscribe. It awesome if you do. But uh, anyway, Chris, any final thoughts for the evening, and we'll kick off. Oh man, you know I think I've done said it all. Just uh, you know, thanks to our audience for for coming in there and, and everybody in the chat, everybody listening on the podcast. We appreciate you. That's and right. uh, if you're watching on YouTube, like Steve said, you know, uh, give us a like, subscribe. You know, if you want to. Uh, we appreciate it. It helps us, you know, uh, with the YouTube algorithm, get uh, the search algorithm, <laughs> just get found easier. And uh, check out some it. of our other content as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's more stuff to look at. <laughs> and for all our folks listening on Anchor FM and all those other wonderful networks, we have iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, um, Pandora, uh, Amazon, Google Podcasts, iPod, uh, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts, all those guys. Hello to you, and I, I hope you enjoy, and I hope this gives you a little taste, and you come visit us at the YouTube channel as well, so you can see what you're missing just listening to us. But I appreciate you listening in your cars and at work and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so we always try to put a smile on people's faces because we know, and I, I've talked to people before, too, to say, hey, you know what? I worked a night shift at work, and I download your podcast, and I listen to it at night. And, um, you know, while I'm at work and that is so appreciative and it does my heart warm and it's, you know, my, our honor to, to bring you this show and have a little fun with you and, uh, you know, talk some serious stuff sometimes go on a rant once in a while, but try to have it fun and, and know that, Hey, we're, 
We're not a-holes, but we can be. <laughs> That's brutally honest. Oh, hope we haven't crossed some sort of line there. <laughs> uh, that line's been crossed a long time ago. <laughs> all right, folks. We'll catch you all here next Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. YouTube.com forward slash Steve Coles. We'll catch you all next week. Squatch TV. God bless. Keep healthy and keep on squatching. Hey, folks, you've been watching Squatch DTV. Join us each week, Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, for the latest on the Bigfoot mystery. As always, we thank you for being our loyal viewers and encourage all to subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Steve Culls. As always, have a great week. Stay safe. God bless. And keep on squatching.